He is. Okay, cool. All right, June. June. We're recording. I'm trying to make this as professional as possible. Yes. All right. How much do you want? To a very tiny bit of my that's, cold medicine. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Well, Mama, that's good. You can't get sick if you're unconscious. <laughs> so there's that. All right, that's gonna be for me, and this is for us. Clank, drink. Not you, June. June's here, everybody. June is a semi-co-host. And she's going to make her presence very known. Yes. Are you going to drink the wine, June? June. June, you're underaged. (laughs) Do cats age like dogs? I don't know. I know that it's not like... dog and cat like dog years? I don't know. Message us in the comments below. Um, Karina. Yes. Would you like to slate? My name is Karina Beamister for... I'm guest number 54. 59. <laughs> How was that 59? But you didn't ever do this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. 59. Yes. And this is in memoriam of Stephen Sondheim. Cue Cynthia Arena. Right. <laughs> that was my favorite part of that. Oh, the Tonys <laughs> are going to be a wild time next year. Listen. A lot has happened, everybody, and the last time, since the last time I actually recorded and this, one of my very dear friends lost a family member, I lost my grandmother, um, they found her, she passed, um, <laughs> <laughs> and Stephen Sondheim has also passed, so. People have cheated, people have. <laughs> Anthony Ramos. Allegedly. Allegedly, but we're not focusing on that. That could be but its we, own episode. And it will. Um, but let's talk about Steven. Um, I contemplated on doing this episode alone. Mm-hmm. And I also contemplated on not doing it. But then I was like, it's Steven sometimes. Yeah, you have to. So we're going to, that's, yeah. We're going to treat it like we do the other, um, like the performer. This is actually our first composer that we've like spotlit right it is a very sad reason that we well, are doing thing, it though. yes it's sad mm-hmm. but it's not like he tragically dramatically yeah, passed away they said his passing was very easy easy he was older he lived a incredibly full life. that man was 91 correct so like it's the same thing as like we're spotlighting a career that was a very well lived career. Oh yeah, it wasn't like he tr- like it was cut short. Right, right, right. So if you're gonna go, that's sure the way to go. Listen, uh, and I read this afternoon that they decided that December eighth is when they're gonna dim the lights on Broadway for him. Oh nice, which is gonna be super super emotional for everybody. Oh yeah, I cried this afternoon. I was like, I don't know this man. <laughs> Like, I don't know this I'm sorry to sorry this man. To this man um, so, Stephen Sondheim, an American composer and lyricist, uh, literally reinvented the American musical. Correct. Like, oh my gosh, it's wild. He covered show, like, themes and ranges that other shows, like, don't cover. Um, and With music and lyrics of unprecedented complexity and sophistication. So did you? Did, uh, you wrote that yourself? I did. Uh, <laughs> no, there's. It was. I saw someone. I want to say it was Patty Lapone because Patty Lapone is ranked as one of his top um, interpreters of his work. Oh, I didn't know um, that. Oh, we will get into Patty Lapone okay. later. Um, her and Bernadette Peters and a few others. Um, well, 
Bernadette did like eight million things with him. <laughs> right. Uh, but she said, I think it was Patty Lapone who said, if you do it the way he wrote it, which he gives you the pauses, he gives you like yeah. everything. She's like, if you do it the way he wrote it, you can't mess it up. And that makes sense. I love it. Um, so we're going to get into his works later. Not a whole lot. Um, he was born on March 22nd, 1930, to a Jewish family in New York City. Uh, his mom was, like, emotionally abusive to him oh. his whole life. That's why a lot, of, a lot of Into the Woods is said to reflect his relationship with his mother. Uh, so, you know, after her marriage to his father, he said that she kind of replaced his dad with him and took her anger out on him instead of who used to be his father. Right. So, um, yeah. He graduated magnum cum cum laude. Wow. Cum laude. (laughs) Um, I hate gay people. Uh, Um, I mean, it's what it says. Yes. That's what I was. Were you? I think so. Marcus I was one of the two. Marcus Hayes, one of our professors in uh, college, uh, he said at my graduation, because he was, he read my name as I yeah. walked across the stage, that he was going to lean Sarah. over. What? I had Sarah. Absolutely. Uh, that he was going to lean down and say, no honors. Uh, Please. But I graduated as By part of. By the skin of, of his teeth. <laughs> I graduated as part of an honor society. Were you part of our society? I'm going to hate you. <laughs> It's not my fault it didn't exist the one year I needed it to. I held two offices in there. Um, so anyway, back to a very solemn episode so that sorry. we're doing. <laughs> um, so he got a Hubbard Hutchinson Prize, which is a two-year fellowship to study music. Oh. Yeah. So he was mentor- mentored by Oscar... Hammerstein. Oh. The second. So I was gonna say I was like, wait a minute. There's a lot of there's a lot of so-and-so mentored him. It's like a chain. Yeah. yeah. And so like Sondheim was mentor- mentoring Jonathan Larson. Right. Um We we watched Tick Tick Boom, yes, I know. I'm I have well, I have not watched I know. Tick Tick Boom yet. Yet. Um but he, after Jonathan Larson passed, he kind of started Men, kind of started mentoring than Manuel Miranda. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Actually, that makes sense now why he was so involved in the like memorial stuff. Yeah, and then what, I thought it was just because of the movie, right? Because it was like because I was, was in like, the middle. Why isn't Patty or like Bernadette doing? Right, this? that's what I was thinking, and I was like, well, that's weird because, and I thought, oh well, Stephen Sondheim did play a role in the movie, and yeah. so I guess like I would assume Lynn worked side by side with him to get some information, maybe. But that makes a heck of a lot more sense then. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I read a story about Lynn and Sondheim about how they were working. And Lynn went to Sondheim with Hamilton. Oh, really? Uh, back when it was like Hamilton, a mixtape. Yeah. Like, it, like the first iteration of it. And Sondheim was like, I don't know if rapping for two hours is going to like be a thing. But your lyrics are very good. And like your use of like rhythm and stuff is like. And he was right. Incredible. Um, so yeah, he was mentored. So it's like a chain of mentorship. That's really cool. Um, it's a legacy. What is a legacy? The sewing seed you never get to see. 
so he uh, attended college in Williamstone, Massachusetts. Uh, and this is a quote from one of his teachers, uh, Robert Barrow. Barrow. It's Barrow. Okay. I got it. Uh, everybody hated him because he was very dry. And I thought he was wonderful because he was very dry. Uh, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> We're trying to remember this man. You're like, quote from his teacher. I was like, oh, okay, it'd be nice. <laughs> Everyone hated him. <laughs> I'd hate sometime too if he were in my class and making better music than me. That's fair. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, let's see. Okay, so. He started working on a musical version of Romeo and Juliet with Leonard Bernstein. Uh, so, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm getting this all wrong. Okay. He went to a party. Okay. Where Bert Shovelove was. Oh, who absolutely. is a, Who is a, um, a playwright. And the oh, lyricist okay. on Broadway. And Bert was doing a musical version of Romeo and Juliet. And they were like, get Sondheim to do. Like, he's very smart. But if he wasn't yeah, Sondheim yeah. at that point. So that was one of the first things he did. And Get old Steve to do it. Get old Stevie. Um, everybody's like, don't call him Stevie. <laughs> uh, so after he did that, he was working on that. And then he went to work on West Side Story. Um, and Sondheim, after it opened and closed, because it ran for 732 performances. Jesus. Why well, is that a lot in 1957? Um, Dang, I didn't realize it was that... Old? Yeah. Same. I didn't eat... I did not. Because that man transcended time. <gasps> oh, there it is. Boom. Uh, he later was like, I did stuff in that musical that I didn't like. Like, uh. he hated I Feel Pretty. And everybody he, loves that song. He hated that song. When they revived it, that was one of the songs uh, with Isaac Powell. Uh-huh. Um, that was one of the songs they took out. Really? Yeah. That's funny. It also didn't have an intermission. Um, oh. So, you know. Um, so after that, he wanted... He was working, and then Lawrence and Robbins, it's... Um, who's Robbins? Jer- uh, Jerome Robbins, who's another... Broadway person mm-hmm. approached him and they're like, we want you to write, basically help write a show about, uh, Gypsy Rose. Uh-huh. Uh, and Gypsy was obviously what it became. Uh, and ran for 702 performances. Longevity, baby. Okay. But here's the thing. I love Sondheim because he was writing all these like very serious shows. He's like, I want to write something funny. Was that Into the Woods? No, that oh. was a funny thing happened on the way to the forum, oh, okay. which That's Nathan it. Lane was in. I love him. Um, and our friend Taylor, um, friend of the podcast. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so uh, he did that, and then he did three straight hits, which were Anyone Can Whistle. Uh, nope. Anyone Can Whistle was not a success. I'm so sorry. I was just like, I've never it heard ran, of that. It ran for... <laughs> Nine performances. Oh, okay. That's but, why I have not heard of it. But Angela Lansbury came to see it and was like, I fucking love this. I love her. And that's what introduced her to musical theater. You're welcome. This is why we have Mrs. Potts. Do you know that she didn't want to do that? Yes. 
she was like, I'm not going to sing. And they're like, you have to. And she's like, no, I'm not going to do it. And they like, talk. They're like, yeah, they just wanted to talk. Can you believe? I'd be so upset if we didn't have Mrs. Potts. And if we did not have Mrs. Potts singing that song. Thank you, Stephen Sondheim. Can you believe? Um, so he did... I, I'm going to skip over his shows because I want to talk about all his shows at once. Okay. Um, but uh, he also wrote, wrote Cryptic Crosswords. What's that? Um, they are uh, a crossword in which each clue is a word puzzle in and of itself. He just did that for fun? Yeah, he loved puzzles. Oh. But he started, uh, he created them for... Uh, American audiences uh, in the New York magazine. Okay. Yeah. So, he, he, but he legit just, like, really liked puzzles. I love that. I think it's funny. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and he recorded the voicemail in Tick, Tick, Boom. Uh, this is, like, his work away from Broadway. Oh, okay. I was yeah. like, what a large jump. <laughs> right. Um... He also wrote a play with George Firth called Getting Away with Murder. Ooh. Um, so, yeah. So, he was also part of the Dramatist Guild of America. Oh, he was the Guild's 16th president. Come on. Um, and he held that position from 1973 to 1981. Damn. He did it. 12 years? No. Nope. 11? No. Nope. you say 1973 to what? 1981. So less than 10 years. Yep. Eight years. Nope. 73 to 81? Seven. Six. Wait. <laughs> 73 to one. Eight. No. Eight years. It was eight years because it's 11 minus three. I'm sorry. Um, so. You had me so confused. You're welcome. So. Um. He wanted to make a musical adaptation of Groundhog Day, but in 2000... Like the movie? Yep. Oh. But in 2008, uh, as part of like an interview thing he was doing, uh, he said to make a musical of Groundhog Day would be to gild the lily. It cannot be improved. And then another composer wrote Groundhog Day, the musical, where Andy Carl, who is... Uh, Kyle B. O'Boyle in Legally Blonde yes. was Bill Murray in that that show. Someone really someone really had the cojones to say, Stephen Sondheim said it's perfect, it can't be done. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it anyway. Yep. Okay. But Sondheim. Uh that's that person, not me. So um there is a musical that he was writing with What's it called? Oh, I can't remember now. Um, but there's a there's a musical that he was actively working on. Like when he died? Yes. Oh. And Nathan Lane revealed in a interview on like Good Morning America <gasps> yes, that him and talk- Bernadette yes, Peters. Yes, we did talk about this. Yeah. So we'll never know. I mean, I kinda want them to just put out whatever they did. I, like as a concert or something. Knowing but here's the thing. Now knowing what we know. About Lynn's involvement and Bernadette's and Nathan Lane's uh, involvement, it would not be surprised if between the three of them, they finished it or yeah. at least put it in a performable yeah 
state. Yeah. Because the last thing they did, they had a stage reading of it. So it's basically done. Yeah. Give so, or take. Right, right. So, yeah. Because I would think they would take the person he was most recently mentoring. Right. And let him finish it. Yeah. That would be kind of cool, actually. A posthumous show. It'd be wild. It, it would, would be cool. It would run forever. It um, really would. Uh, but Company is running right now uh, on Broadway, which on their 10th show, he went and saw I it. Know. Which was so cute. And I saw an interview, I read an interview that said uh, they were talking, it, this was after he had passed, and the, uh, one of the cast members said, we all walked out on stage, and we knew he was there, we were told he yeah. was there. Um, and at the end, we all came out on stage and did our bows, and then we like were like, oh my gosh, Sondheim is here. Yeah. So they put a light on, a spotlight on cute. him. And he was like, it sounds corny, but he looked like an angel, like out in the audience. Stop. That's... I can't. I love that... I mean, he was 91, you said? Yeah. And he was still... Yeah. Going to show. I can't... Like, most people can't even see the things that they're in. And he was just like, I'm going to go watch a show that I did. Yeah. That I wrote a million years ago and just go He wrote it. in 1970. I love that. 20, 51 years ago. You did that math well. That's because it was an even year. Ah, there it is. <laughs> uh, so, here's... All of Stephen Sondheim's work. Okay. Uh, and this is both things he did by himself. And he only did one, two, three other shows with other people. The rest is by himself. The rest is okay. by himself. Music and lyrics. Right, right. Or by himself. Right, right. Uh, Saturday Night, by himself. West Side Story, he wrote with uh, Bernstein. Right. Uh, Gypsy, he wrote with uh, Joel Stein. A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum. Was his first big Broadway hit that he wrote... By himself. By himself. Uh, Anyone Can Whistle, Do I Hear a Waltz, Richard Rogers, um, which is, like, that's Rogers and Hammerstein. Yeah, that's Rogers and Hammerstein, Roger. Yeah. Uh, Everything else is by himself. Uh, Evening Primrose, Company, Follies, A Little Night Music, The Frogs, Pacific Overtures, Sweeney Todd, Merrily We Roll Along, Sunday in the Park with George, Into the Woods, Assassins, Passion, and Roadshow. I forgot he did Assassins. Yes. Um, Which is apparently one of his, like, not, like, controversial things. It's a good show, though. Um, He also has had the following uh, adapted into musicals. Uh, West Side Story, Gypsy, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum. Wait, that's not a movie. Film adaptation. Oh, yeah. Okay, I didn't know. Forum? It was a movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A Little Night Music, Gypsy. Again, there's two gypsies. I was going to say. Uh, Sweeney Todd, Into the Woods, West Side Story, again. again. And Merrily We Roll Along, which the show, he said, okay, this is funny. Dr. Bailey told me this in college. So, I've never seen Merrily We Roll Along, but it's told backwards. Oh, cute. And Sondheim himself has said, I've only seen one theater company do it right. Oh, my God. Not that that there aren't good productions, but... Just that someone has done it right. Right. Um, And they're filming a musical version of it right now. Oh. But they are not aging any of the cast. So they are filming it as the cast grows up. 
So they have no idea when they're going to finish this movie. But I know Ben Platt is in it, and I know Beanie Feldstein is in it. Shut up. Yeah. Like, it's it's going to be oh, a while. How long time. Is, the, is the, like... I don't know what kind of span of time it right. covers. Um, hmm. That'll be interesting. It will be interesting. It's, what is that face? No, I just, I think it's so wild that it's like, we don't know. It could be done in 10 years. It could be done in 30 years. We all know we can't age Ben Platt now, so. <laughs> we can't do it down. Well, we can do it up. Probably. Um, Who knows? So, I uh, would just like to, like, end with a couple of things. Uh, these are quotes from people very prominent in musical theater after they found out that oh nice okay yeah sondheim had passed so this is jason robert brown who wrote the last five years and bridges of madison county mm-hmm. uh who was a fellow broadway composer he was in tick tick boom he was oh, on yeah. uh he was on the panel of people. oh uh-huh um there was like eight thousand people in that scene but yeah yeah uh he was one of them he uh tells this story about how he wanted to do a concert and this was like I don't know how recently, but Sondheim was very old. Uh-huh. And he's like, I went to him because I was doing a concert. I wanted to play some music with him. Um, and I fully expected him to say no. But he said yes. And so I read this this afternoon and cried. So we'll see what happens. Uh, he said by his own definition, he was frail. So I had no expectation whatsoever he would say yes to doing this. But he said yes. During the show, I looked over to my hero and my idol, who was clearly nervous and vulnerable, staring intently at the sheet music in front of him. And what I saw radiating from him was joy. The joy of making music, the joy of hearing his own songs, and the joy of connecting directly with an audience. Oh, (laughs) I love that. Listen, people are so better spoken than I am. (laughs) So So better spoken. (laughs) So, it just, okay, so, when I found out, I was like, someone check on Bernadette, and someone check on Patty, because we need to make sure they're okay. I have not found a, outside of a tweet, I just have not personally found anything else from Bernadette, Mm -hmm. uh, other than, like, I can't believe this happened, like, we've lost such a legend. It was very nice, Um, but people... Magazine interviewed Patty Lapone, uh, and uh, she says she lost a friend when the uh, she lost a friend when the world lost Sondheim, and she goes on. This is a direct quote from her: "I've sung seven Sondheim roles. He was a taskmaster, master, and his notes could be delivered harshly, but his approval was the ultimate affirmation of legitimacy in interpreting his work, which is peerless." There were times when I had to swallow my pride, harness my ego, endeavor to hear the notes, and apply it. He came backstage after one performance where he had given me an admonishing note the evening before. Night and day, he said, that was my highest compliment. Oh. <laughs> Damn. I love it. Um, yeah. I. Just, a lot of people are like, he is... Like, him and Andrew Lloyd Webber were the last, like, great... Broadway... Broadway. Broadway. Broadway legends. Yeah. And a lot of people are saying that Lynn is the next, like, great composer. Yeah. Which... I could see that. Absolutely. He's putting out consistent, Jesus consistently Christ. good yes. shows. Listen, 
His biggest fan lives in this home. Killian James. Lubin. Lubin the dog. No. <laughs> Killian James has loved every single thing that man has put out. Yes. Even when he was an infant. So, and I think it's nice that, like, again, back to, like, the mentor chain. That's very cool. Like, his work will continue. His work is going to be revived a thousand times throughout the years. Um, It's cool because, like, you could always be like, oh, I was inspired by so-and-so. You can be inspired by anybody. You never necessarily meet the people who inspire you. You could be inspired by someone who you've never seen, will ever meet, nothing. But it's kind of cool because, like, it's a tangible link between all yeah. these important people like mm-hmm. that's actually i think that's really cool because you could like watch like they directly inspired each other like they right. worked together it wasn't just like oh yeah i was inspired by this person like no. can you imagine like it's like oh yeah we know like rogers and hammerstein yeah. cinderella and it's like i didn't know until no. i started doing research that steven had worked with them i didn't either that's what when you said that i was like because in my head are you sure i was like are you sure because in my head i'm like there were Old, much older, and yeah. I was like, no, and that makes sense, though. Listen, the pair up, listen, I, it's going to be Sondheim, and then Andrew Lloyd Webber. It's... What, are we, what, is, what is the community going to do? I don't know. It's going to be crazy. Um, but, I mean, he's, I think personally, he's, I don't, I've always wanted to do a Sondheim show, and I've never gotten to, because I've yeah. just never... I have had a I've theater never, like do yeah, it. Yeah, I've never done it. Um, so, um, yeah, I just, he's very cool. He's one of my favorite composers, if not the, I don't really like have a favorite. Yeah. Lawrence O'Keefe. No. <laughs> Legally blonde. No. Uh, no. Uh, but, yeah. It's I don't, a, it's I don't know. It's a lot, yeah. Um, but we'll take one last little cheers for Sondheim in this. And because he was Jewish, and I learned this after, after he passed, um, instead of saying rest in peace for him, we will just say, instead of our usual sign off, um, may his, no, may his, uh, memory be a blessing. May his memory be a blessing.